Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. What episode are we? Who am I? Are those my feet? Welcome to episode 308 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Thanks, Bo. Knew you jumped in there. Fuck balls. 308 of them. Get and our attention has just arrived. Sean, Chicken, what DJ. Timing. Welcome. Enjoy the show. Uh, be a quick one because, as Bo said earlier, we, we were only four days out from recording our very, very happy review of SummerSlam, in which absolutely 100% was positive. No Didn't negativity at all. Seven champion at all out of it. No, not at all. I no. honestly think it was the most positive post show I've heard of. SummerSlam, to be honest, so I don't know what you lads are talking about. <laughs> I am okay. just telling you, we other people were a lot harsher on that show than we were. Uh, uh, I wish I was lying. So, coming out of SummerSlam, something that we didn't know about at the time is that Roman Reigns did, in fact, get hurt at SummerSlam. I Early can't remember that. seeing this. Uh, I think I, as soon as I heard it, I think I know. It was a I dive, what spot it was. It, it dive to the back. The le- yeah, I caught him in the back and the legs. Yeah. Oh. Wonder um, how long he's going to be out for. He's going to miss so many title defenses. I so know, many. right? We probably wouldn't even realize, like, it's about the same as what it was going to be anyway, regardless of whether he got injured or not, I'd imagine. It's like, I can't, I can't believe I've gotten hurt. Uh, Roman, can you show up? Yes. Can you walk to the ring? Yes. Can you sit in the chair? Yes. Cool. Was that match at SummerSlam his third match since Mania? Did he have like a, a six-man in Saudi? He had a tag at Money in the Bank. And, and then he had... There was there was a couple of house shows, like the fancy house shows, like the Garden and shit like that. He did some They don't count. But they don't count. Not on TV, it doesn't count. Um, I'm trying to think. Surely, surely he has to have had more. Let's get the, the cage solo. I literally have it. I have it here. So <laughs> SummerSlam. <laughs> then before that was the tag match at Money in the Bank. Then him and Solo at Night of Champions challenged for the tag titles and lost to KO and Sammy. Oh uh, yeah. And then yeah, he he literally hadn't wrestled a match uh, since Mania. Wow. That is insanity. We're uh, going to miss he, so much of his action. Including house shows, his match count for this year is still in the single digits. The two house shows he's done there are very random. I'm just looking at it as well. A, a house show against... in Cincinnati, Ohio against Ray. And a house show, another one against Ray in Mexico. They seem very strange oh. matches to have on hmm. there. But... Well, like... <sighs> It is what it is, and that's all it's going to be. But speaking of other injuries, so we wish him well. Uh, Bray Wyatt, finally, we got some news today. So FIFA broke the story that uh, Wyatt is finally getting closer to being cleared after almost six months out. Uh, he has been battling an illness, which apparently is both career and life-threatening, mm. but that he's improved significantly. So... For obvious reasons, they're not saying what it was. Um, don't, don't give him the viral uh, meningitis again. Uh, don't be nosy. Don't be like that. But viral meningitis. It gave us the uh, greatest WWE pay-per-view in 
forever, maybe. Yeah. TLC <laughs> with uh, Kurt Angle in the shield. <laughs> Who knew we needed that in our lives, but we got it. Um, are you excited to see Bray Wyatt back? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm intrigued to see Bray Wyatt back. I won't say excited. Like I, I love Bray Wyatt and I loved his creativity and all of that. But also, let's not cut ourselves. That last run was dog shit. Okay, um, well, let me, let let me rephrase the question. Couldn't let it play out. Uh, look, the problem is Jojo was the one who got in the way of us finishing the story. He never got to finish the story because he got the viral meningitis again. Mm. I mean, okay. he gets injuries at the worst time in sicknesses. I mean, imagine the, um, the amazingness that would have been that whatever Halloween thing he was supposed to be, the pumpkin. Oh, the horror show, the extreme rules are he was going to be, uh, yeah, himself Balor. Balor, wasn't it? We got pumpkin uh, spice Balor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, his match with Cena at Mania. Whatever that could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me rephrase the question for you, Gordo. First, um, what version of Bray Wyatt are we getting, or are we getting something completely new? Oh, and how would you book it? Oh Jesus! How to book it is the fucking killer. Um, okay, well that's two questions, I suppose. What do you think is going to come back, and how would you bring him back, and what would you do with him? I would just bring him straight back as Firefly. Bray, just straight up, just run vignettes on that for a while, bring back Fiend off of that. I'm totally okay with that. Um be honest, you could go back down the road of Husky. Well, not Husky Harris, but the OG cult leader Bray as well. Mm. Um, I think that and Firefly Bray are both hits, and I think nobody would complain too much about seeing either of them back. The killer is what I think we're going to get, which I think we're going back to fucking weird Uncle Howdy shit again and that worries me Um, I'd be very surprised if we didn't go back to that because he didn't get to finish it or at least get hard actually get anywhere in that fucking story it was six months and nothing happened yeah Um, uh, he had had the Mountain Dew match he did have the Mountain Dew match the one killer is they were very heavily putting Alexa Bliss into that storyline too that was a big tease in that and obviously she's off she's gone now for next year so Liv Morgan Mm. substitute in well um, get live away from the fucking tag titles with smiley back well she wants to get well away from those tag titles a fucking curse it's actually fucking segue there um <laughs> yeah no it's yeah i i think we're getting uncle howdy but i want it to be pretty much any other iteration of bray but uncle howdy why don't you bring back the OG Bray Wyatt, like you said, Hawaiian shirt cult leader. But instead of um, Uncle Howdy, just literally forget that. Bring Bo Dallas back as one of his disciples slash brother. You bring Eric Rowan back. Have that faction. They're just crazy cult creepy people. It worked quite well. I'd be okay with that. I'd be all for that too. I think that's what the consensus would be. I think if everyone could pick what Bray we get back, I think that's the one they'd go for. But or, I think it gives him the most creative freedom as well. Or I'll go very left field here. It, like, it, like you're, you're actually going to even say no, just no to this. Would you use this as one final play to try and get the Grizzled Young Vets to stay? 
and just bring the two of them up to be Bray's disciples. Because Fuck they've always hell, trying to get away from one faction called leaders. <laughs> All the cunts. Bear with me. Bear with me. They have always proven when it comes to tag teams that are in that, obviously they had the Bludgeon Brothers and obviously they put Strowman over. The people that are involved in this stuff with Bray, they will always try to book them to look halfway strong. I'm going to say no. No, I still think it'll be a no, but I think if, I think it could be one final play that they'd make. Man, I had completely forgotten all about the Bludgeon Brothers until you mentioned that name. <laughs> yeah. They got the big hammers. Don't we all, huh? They were that, well, hammers. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll see what they do with Bray Wyatt. Obviously, personally, great to see him healthy again. Um, but Oh, yeah. Delighted he's back. PG, they don't bring him back in the same format that he left and have him do weird shit with Roman for a few months. That would be the worst case scenario for me. Kill it. If, if there's one thing that could really help further derail the bloodline story is you having <laughs> fucking Roman running shit with Uncle Howdy. I mean, they need to play this out till Mania. They need to fill it out somehow. It's, it's I, Uncle I Howdy and the tribal chief. <laughs> To be honest with you, I want to absolutely kill everything to do with uh, Fiend. I don't want Fiend ever to appear ever again. I just, I never liked it. And even when it was kind of at its peak of popularity, they ruined it far too soon by fucking having that cage match with Seth. Yeah. Oh, that, the, the, that first huge. proper debut against Balor was yeah. fantastic. It was mm-hmm. just so good. Oh, oh, I have a fun game. I have a fun game. Worst booking decision. The ending of that Hell in a Cell match or the ending of the Tribal Combat match? Oh, I, I, to be honest with you, I'd have to stop and think. It would still be the Cell for me, but it wouldn't be as clear-cut as it should be. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, what are you thinking, Bo? I probably, I, I didn't hate the Cell as much as everyone else. And the fact that they've kept the red cell, you know, they got rid of it now, but they kept the cell afterwards. It wasn't just for that one-off ridiculousness mm. that they had the red cell. The red lights were ridiculous. But yeah. um, I'd probably go to Reigns match, to be honest. But still, it was a ridiculous match to have myself. Yeah. Like, it was a DQ and a hell in a cell with a fucking comedy matter. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's yeah. Said, actually. Mm. Um, actually, do you know what, Bo? I think I might, might kind of jump in with you there. I think... From a purely isolated incident in terms of the match booking, the cell was bad. But for what the bloodline was and what the bloodline could have been and the finale it could have given us. Uh, hi yeah. 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 Uh, what else we got? I'm trying to take other really bad ones. Oh, Goldberg squashing the Fiend in Saudi Arabia or the ending of the Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm having fun with this. I'm, I'm trying to think of what are the worst book. I mean, you could, you could make a whole whole game out of this just with Bray Wyatt's diamonds. <laughs> are we doing, are we going to do a Bray Wyatt B show? <laughs> oh, the beast stands for Bray. The beast stands for Bray. Hit the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mother of God! But fuck me, that's just the way it goes. Um, Gordon mentioned earlier the cursed women's tag team titles. How many injuries has this received in the last six months? Oh, Jesus. Four? four? That's actually caused match postponements, titles to be dropped. It's uncanny. I don't understand it. 
I have four in my head from when I was looking at this the other day, but I could be wrong. I have a horrible um, feeling I might be wrong. I think four four sounds about right. So what do we got? List of champions. Just a... So work it back. We got uh, Sonia Duell, obviously, is the most recent one. She's after rupturing her ACL. Mm-hmm. That's usually a good part of a year to be gone. So yeah. unfortunately for her, we won't see her anytime soon. Or until yeah. Before that, far off you haven't. Liv Morgan. Uh, was it Raquel or... Oh, no, it was Liv, sorry. Liv, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got a shoulder injury. Uh, damage control had to drop it because Kai the cold got Kai. They did drop it. It wasn't stripped on, but they did drop it, and they get yeah. she injured while champ. Uh, Raquel got injured as well. Was or was Aaliyah one of them? Got injured when they were champs too. I forgot Aaliyah existed. Oh, what a time to be alive! Oh shit! Yeah. Um, uh, don't forget Ronda and Shayna won some sort of tag match, and they couldn't get their shot because one of them was injured. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Blew out uh, or tweaked, and again, I think a knee ligament in the fucking match that caused that as well. Knee injuries are a curse, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we go further back. You have uh, two people decided to take their ball and go home. Yes, uh, one of the Sasha most, Naomi, one of the most irresponsible and uh, unprofessional moments in wrestling history. I was called <laughs> out on commentary. Shout out Michael Cole. Um, I think what else was there going further back? Still, it's it's not been a title for very long. It's what no. four four years, if that old. It's three and a half, four four years, four years. Yeah, it was for Mania four years ago. And like that's an insane bad luck of his run of history for a title to have. Yeah. I mean, te- technically, kayfabe Lita got injured, couldn't defend her title. But, um, <laughs> I, w- I won't throw that in there. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Chelsea Green. She actually put out a post on the socials today. I think she's holding auditions to effectively be a tag team champion. Hmm. Let me just see if I can pull up the post here. Oh, she's quote tweeting a load of people. God damn. Hard to keep up with all these. So, Women's Entertainment invites you to audition. Please submit your full name, enter a video, and include any hidden talents I may be able to use to my advantage as your tag team partner. Posting this before WWE management and Adam Pierce cut it from my After the Bell interview. Okay. I like that they're giving her something to do and they're working the story into it. So it'll be at least interesting to see what they do. How do we get to Zack Ryder being our tag team partner? Call up JC Jane. Mm, that would work, actually. That would work. That would fit really well. Damn it, Gordo. Every once in a while you have good ideas. Fucking too hard, lads. Fucking too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um don't think there's any more news if there is we'll get to it as it comes up a little bit different uh, but, uh, we have to start the Premier League season Fitz you excited we got no return to sports ball no don't no, talk about it. don't talk about the, the, no. the, the situation no no, no Monday Night Raw happened Gordo tell the people what happened on Raw because I didn't watch it oh fuck um, matches happened um Judgment Day are still a hilarious. Segments happened. Stuff happened. Um, uh, check the notes. There's the match order. 
I know. <laughs> I was about to say, I was loading them up, but fucking buying time, no dead air, you know. Looking yeah, out for Steve here. No, Severe Steve like we, we never killed Steve off. Nah, uh, Steve. Steve's penis aids relapsed. There we go. Yeah, you got hit by a bus. We really have to yeah. get more inventive than the penis aids. Hit by a bus is, is different, at least. You got hit by a bus, which causes penis aids relapse. Right in the dick. Hit him right in the dick. Get away some Right in the penis. Out. Have a little bar in the front there, right, right in the dick. Yep. Yeah. Took it clean off. Like, yeah. It had to be a very small bar because, he, you know, he's a very small penis. Cocktail, yeah. It was essentially a cocktail stick on the front of it, let's be honest. Uh, Jeff, kicking off Raw, we had uh, Cody coming out and what do you want to talk about and said generic shite about how you know what he didn't expect was the respect from Brock and yada yada he he survived Brock and that's important because you don't win against Brock you just survive against him like we've heard all this shit before but whatever uh, so he said that he feels that he could beat anyone right now and that brought out Seth Franklin Rollins uh, so Seth decided, you know, oh, I, I just hear you say you could beat anyone, yada yada, you haven't beaten me, whatever. And uh, they get interrupted by the Judgment Day, minus the stupid sexy one. Oh. Uh, there was no Finn Balor. Uh, it was only Bleeding Priest, Mommy and Dom Dom. Uh, actually, sorry, just for uh, a moment of thoughts and prayers for poor Dom Dom, who must be heartbroken. Today at the news, yeah. Um, and as well for all of the virgins on wrestling Twitter who thought they had a shot with mommy, <laughs> um, yeah, I swear to God, go under that post and the amount of times you see the Dolph Ziggler, it should have been me thing posted. It, uh, uh, there are so many hard drive checks needed underneath that fucking post. It is kind of disturbing. Um, talking about that, mommy got engaged. Yeah, Rhea Ripley got engaged yeah. to uh, Buddy Matthews. So, yes. Mazel Tov and delighted. How is Buddy Murphy, no? Uh, no, I'm not dead named. No, his, his cousin, his cousin. Yeah, his cousin. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I think he was just name. scared of Dum Dum. It's the way they do it in Australia, apparently. Yeah, backwards mm-hmm. naming. It's weird. They're weird people over there. Uh, so yeah, so, yeah, the three, three members of Judgment Day interfered, no sign of Balor, and basically Priest is talking about the, the briefcase and how... That Rollins was lucky to escape with with his title and the best yeah, essentially calling out the title will be his eventually, whenever he chooses to. Um so then they're kind of teasing and they were saying that you know Dominic doesn't have or that basically that Dominic isn't finished with Cody either, they start squaring up. And then Balor appears out of nowhere, unbeknownst to everyone, including Judgment Day, and jumps them all and leads to a bit of a brawl, and then a man with a very large elbow came out for the save on Samuel Zane to run off to Judgment Day. Uh, Sammy has what I have dubbed Cena elbow, uh, that ball of fluid that Cena had on his on his elbow from was it SummerSlam mm. twenty eighteen or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, Cena uh, Sammy's elbow does not look good. So, yeah, he runs them off. They're basically going to have a six-man tag match. And obviously that was then the story that was running throughout the night was getting to the six-man tag of Sammy and Cody and Seth against the three lads from Judgment Day. Um, fast forward a bit. and uh, Backstage, we have a segment with the Judgment Day. That's the one. Cheers, Fitz. Uh, that's essentially what Sammy Zayn has on his elbow. 
A lovely big ball of fluid that's going to have to probably get drained and a little bit of an old slicey slice to get that taken care of. Um, yeah, you fast forward a bit further on into tonight, there was a segment backstage with Finn and one JD McDonough uh, chatting, just talking about stuff in general, how things are going and... You know, the fact, obviously, of what happened at SummerSlam with Balor basically losing out the title. Priest comes up and starts basically asking, you know, what the hell was all that about in the ring? And, you know, why, what was going on? What's all the hassle? What happened at SummerSlam? And basically Finn was saying didn't need him. And, you know, it was basically blaming Priest for not winning the title. Um, so, kind of, Priest goes to kind of dismiss JD because, you know, we need to talk Judgment Day business and... Balor was like, you know, no, I've known this lad 20 years. Anthony, you want to say to, to me, you can say to him, you know, there's not going to be any secrets here. I'm more than happy to talk to him about it. Cool. That's absolutely fine. Um, so, eventually, Priest and Balor kind of keep going back and forth, start squaring up to each other, and Mommy has to run in and break it up. So, she does. She's crying. Cool. Prize the two lads apart. They're kind of trying to play it cool as if they're on the same page. And then... Um, as they go to leave and kind of call it a, a segment, uh, JD McDonough just turns around and says, uh, basically, this briefcase has come between the two of you. Uh, if, uh, was it, if, no, uh, yeah, basically, this briefcase has come between the two of you. Uh, if it was up to me, I, I reckon you should just get rid of it. Uh, just smirks at Priest and walks mm. off. So we're going to so, see some JD McDonough and Damian Priest very soon. Potentially, mm. and also then obviously the the long term possibility of JD into JD, which yeah. is you know I, I'm actually going to say one thing that was a story circulating quite what, as much as maybe a month month and a half ago of there being a potential push for him post SummerSlam. They didn't really hang around uh, night no, after SummerSlam. Straight, straight in, and yeah. they were straight into it. So uh, yeah, fair fucks. And later on the night, uh, Sam Nakamura was having a promo. And after there was a bit won. of a disturbance. Yeah, after he won a match, um, there was a bit of a disturbance kicked off backstage. And when they run over and cut around to it, it was actually uh, JD McDonough had jumped Sami Zayn to take him out. That's the picture that's in the Discord of Sami Zayn laid out backstage. It was after JD beating the shit out of him. Oof. So a very, very interesting night that they had throughout. Um, and then in the Main event, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and the replacement, who was Shinsuke Nax, defeated the Judgment Day trio of Balor Priest and Dominic via Crossroads onto Finn. A very fun match throughout the whole thing. Very, very fun. Uh, that wasn't the real story. That wasn't the end of it. Mm. As oh. the show goes off the air, all three of the lads are in the ring celebrating. Everyone big, happy, happy. Um, Cody, uh, uh, Sami Zayn had been out for the save. Um, obviously because there was going to be interference in this kind of a match so Sami Zayn had been out for a save so himself, Cody and Rollins were off up on the corner celebrating Shinsuke was playing a cool stand in the corner they all hop down off the ropes um, and Shinsuke lays Rollins the fuck out with a Kinshasa and then doesn't say oh. a word to any of the other two just slides does this nice little cool little slide underneath the ropes and strolls off up the ramp so Interesting. We are possibly getting in the space of one night. We are kicking off the JD to JD feud, and we are possibly getting a heel pushed to the main event. Shinsuke Nax. I'm 
both intrigued and preemptively disappointed in all of this because I swear to God, the first time he wins a match with a low blow, I'm fucking turning off. <laughs> uh, you're having what I'm having. You know, we all love Nakamura. We've loved Nakamura for fucking years. It's criminal that that man has not had a proper title run. And you just know that they're not going to put him over Seth Rollins. Oh, not a chance. No, he's definitely not winning enough feud. Like the one time he was to do it was the one running stage A, and instead they made him into the dick puncher. For yeah. Some mm-hmm. But dick assassin. Know, dick assassin, that was the one. Yeah. Swear to God, the first dick assassination, and I may actually be done with Raw, no matter what else is on the fucking thing. It will, act, it will legitimately test my fucking patience. Huge, if true. But yeah, uh, it's a really fun story throughout on that, though. Uh, it was very, very good. A uh, few other things from Raw. Uh, yeah, as we said, Nax um, had won a match earlier on. He beat your favourite, Big Bronson Reed. Um, hey, was he shit? It, I, I'm not going to lie, them two just do not have good chemistry in the ring together. That's what Bronson Reed is shit. Bronson I Reed like Bronson. Shit. I really like Bronson. He can have good matches with a lot of people, but this is not it. Um, yeah, it just was not a good match. Um, there's something about the two of them that just do not click for me. Uh, well, I'm not the only one. Pat was saying something similar. He just didn't didn't hit right for him at all either. But look, hopefully that's the end of it. Nax is moving on to other things, and we'll leave Bronson go off and do whatever the fuck. Um, as we have, uh, Becky Lynch is out here making lemonade, making um, all the lemonade out of the lemon she's been given. Yeah, she was given lemons, and she has just made so much lemonade. Uh, shout out to Simpsons Wrestling Memes for their great lemon posting. Um, Fucking fantastic in the aftermath of Raw this week. Um, yeah, as everyone knows, big fans of the L. Simpsons wrestling memes around here. Uh, some some of his finest work took place uh, with the the Becky Lynch posting this week. Um, so yeah, she came out. Obviously, she has her match with Trish Stratus next week. So she was hyping that up a bit. She was interrupted by Zoe Stark, who then also got interrupted by Shayna Baszler. Um, led to a match between Shayna and Zoe, which was. A very fun match. Uh, again, Shayna is just phenomenal. She's probably been the most underutilized person in that company over the last couple of years. She, you said a minute ago about how Nakamura, we all felt Nakamura was so underappreciated and like, you know, should have won titles and all that. To me, Shayna is the female version of Nakamura in that regard over the last five years. The woman should have had so much more success. It's criminal that hasn't. Hopefully, with all the stuff that's gone on now in the last couple of weeks, she's finally going to start getting her flowers. Um, but yeah, very fun match. Shayna gets the win, but the big story was that Becky was uh, at ringside for the whole thing, um, just drinking from a pitcher of lemonade. Her and Wade Barrett were having a glass of lemonade through the whole match. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. And as I said, that leads then next week. Becky is... Oh, and uh, Shayna had interrupted uh, Becky backstage in a promo. And... She basically said that she had no, another score that she had still had to settle with Becky, that she didn't she didn't need her help out there, and that she uh, she's basically settling all her scores so she'll come for Becky eventually, which would be a very fun match. Mm. Uh, New Day returned. We had uh, yeah, New Day returned to face the Viking Raiders uh, for some reason because have they mixed up their act at all or the same old same old? They awesome. are the same same New Day. New Day rocks. New Day rocks. Clap, clap, but, clap. Here I is mean, a Francesca. Why? In return, you need to return the same thing. They might mix it up. I'd say I can see them mix up because they've been that exact New Day for a long time. Yeah, 
especially now that there's pretty clear that Big E isn't coming back. You kind of you can move on. You don't need to kind of hold out. Or is he? I mean, I feel like he's the type of person that would be okay with not wrestling ever again if the doctor stole him that. But should they have? Um, have like, they though? Yes. Yeah. That'd be very I mean, it's it's the wrestler's rule. If Jericho says something, expect the opposite. Oh, what's both shared here? Gordo has competition for Pines champion. Oh my lord, I will wife that woman. Did you say you'll knife that woman? No wife. <laughs> oh, that's a different word that's than I very, thought. You said. That, that is that is different. very that is very different with very different intent. <laughs> I mean, like, it's you, so, like, I feel that I'm not outstepping the boundaries of what you could possibly say. I am a delight. No, delight is an accounting firm. (laughs) (laughs) There's one thing I can't do with accounting. Uh, I see you've played knifey-wifey before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I played both, you dickhead. Uh, Wow. No one is speaking of Speaking of dickheads, Ludwig Kaiser broke into a woman's locker room. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he ended up going into the... Well, it's not, it wasn't just the women's locker room. It was in um, the Alpha Academy's locker room. And he was basically... Uh. And to prove he was an even bigger piece of shit human being, he was flirting with another female. Uh, he was there trying to flirt away with old Maxime Dupree. What can you blame him like? No, really can't. Um, but yeah, and they've kind of teased. He had a match later on in the night against Otis. And um, yeah, they're basically, they're still teasing throughout the night of Maxime potentially joining up with Imperium at some point. Um, yeah, don't do that. No. Just, just don't do that. No, um, no, no, one, no one involved, no one involved needs that to happen. Yeah, um, she's good. She's doing very well with the Alpha Academy stuff. Just just leave her be. Um us. Uh Fatal Four Way contender match. Actually, probably match of the week. Mm. Uh definitely a strong contender for it. Uh Chad Gable defeated Ricochet, Matt Riddle, and Tommaso Ciampa for a number one contendership for the Gunter's IC title. Um Gunta. Volter. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh so Gable actually won a match in his hometown, won a fatal four-way. The closing sequence to this is fucking hilarious. Whoa, whoa, Gable... whoa. Slow down there, Einstein. Did you say he won a match in his hometown? In his hometown. I don't believe it. On I swear. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, hometown, match one. I don't know why you're lying to me, but like, I, can you stop? I had to rewind it just to make sure I wasn't imagining things. It happened. Yeah, a uh, very fun match. Closing sequence uh, was Gable basically trying to hit the Chaos Theory, the rolling German suplex on each of the people, but it kept getting broken up by somebody else hitting another move onto him. He'd basically pop up straight away and try and hit that person with the rolling theory. So I was, uh, the Chaos Theory, I should say. So he essentially works his way through each of them until he hits it on Champa. It looked like Champa slipped halfway through it and Gable corrected his grip. It looked even better. Uh, <laughs> it actually really did. The, the adjustment made it look fucking insanely good. But yeah, um, if anyone watches any match from Raw this week, I would recommend it be that one. A very fun match. And it gives a Gable versus Gunter again, which, yeah, veins. Um, 
I think that's pretty much everything from Raw. We're, unless we're going very heavily on the wrestling this week as well. The descriptions because we have very little shows to cover because we've been four days since we're there. Yeah, show. there's honestly nothing, and even news wise, there's been a couple of injuries and nothing else, and there's been nothing happening in life since. So we have no. fucking nothing. Um, yeah, I think that was Raw. Um, Bo, what happened on NXT? Uh, what I assume you've watched it. I saw YouTube clips because I still don't have a PC. <laughs> yet there, so. Fuck's sake, right, I'll go again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I I saw there, there, was a, there was a good lot of YouTube clips I watched, so I probably know most of the stuff. There's only one match I didn't see anything at all to do with in this whole thing. Was it the Keanu James match? No, it was the Briggs and Jensen and Gulak and Cherry Dempsey. There was no YouTube clips about that. I don't even remember seeing that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, Gordo, what happened? 60-second NXT roundup. Go. 60-second. Cool. Kicking off the show, Mustafa Ali defeated Axiom. As you can imagine, yeah. very, very fun match. Ali afterwards says that whoever wins the North American title match, he wants next. Cool. Happy days. Uh, Blair Davenport defeated Kalani Jordan, who's the one who was basically teaming up with Dana Brooke recently. Uh, at the end of the match, Dana Brooke was... Basically, uh, got in the ring and was going nuts for what I think it was a belt um, and she was going after Davenport uh, Jordan tried to turn around and calm her down and uh, they it, for a second looked like uh, Dana was going to lay out Kalani Jordan with a slap of the belt which would have been awkward um, Turner Bate defeated Noam Dar to win Dar's quote unquote Heritage Cup trophy not a real trophy in my book uh, it's like Liverpool's Premier League win according to Fitz <laughs> hey uh, yeah, uh, yeah, fun match, you know what to expect. Bait and Dar, two of them just fantastic in the ring, and obviously Dar is just hilarious. Um, done a backstage segment afterwards where Nathan Fraser offered to give Dar a title shot at the upcoming premium live event or live special, whichever one they have next. If uh, oh, and Tyler would give back the cup if Dar would acknowledge that the cup that he had been using was not the actual heritage cup which he mm. did so that's the match that's coming oh my there's a, there's a lot of you know not recognized titles in wrestling right now there's an awful lot my i think <laughs> i'm a champion <laughs> somewhere um trick williams and dragon off they're having a match at the same uh event in a couple of weeks time uh trick just on the mic fantastic um dragon off mic work has really improved over the last month or two Maybe it's just me, but I thought the promos were going a hell of a lot better. Um, so yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that. Um, Mellow. Do we need miss? to talk about Mellow? I heard he misses the whole time. Um, I'm not sure how true it is, but I saw a clip and I don't know if it's been edited, but I think Mellow had a Booker T moment. Oh. Where uh, he was coming for... He went for... shopping and he got assaulted by Steve Austin? No, mm. he was coming for you. Oh. 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 I I think Mello had a Hard, moment. Hard, hard or soft? Um, said half the word and stopped. Said half the word and caught himself. Okay. Uh, by the sounds of it. Uh, but yeah, he was. You know, he had a segment backstage with Dijak where basically Dijak was saying he wanted a shot at the title. Wesley comes in and kind of pushes Dijak away, gets up in his face. Then that moment happens. Um, Wesley and Dijak start getting up in each other's face and. We, Wesley is basically, you know, I'm not going to back down from anyone. Like, you know, something I'll gladly say to you and I'll gladly say to the champ. Dijak just kind of looks over and says, yeah, we'll see about that. Turns around, walks away. It turned out Mello had actually left as well. Um, Breaker defeated Von Wagner. I don't remember much of that. Couldn't really care. Uh, Von Wagner is cabling him. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Josh what? Briggs and Brooke, yeah, Briggs and Jensen versus Gulak and Dempsey. Uh, I believe was that a non finish? There was interference, it says yeah. versus instead of, yeah, I think that might have been a non finish. I can't remember, but I don't remember much of that match at all. Fallon Henley was there as well, but the only thing I remember about that match. Um, Kenny James defeated Ivy Nile. The whole ring was surrounded by the schism folks, and it was really creepy. That's the sort of shit they should have been doing with Wyatt when he was trying to get in people's heads, just have everyone surrounding the ring. Um, like the trim about 20 people surrounding the ring. It was actually a nice visual. Um, segment ended with Tony D and Stax making the save for Nile at the end, because obviously the Creed brothers are no longer around. Um, there was a couple of segments backstage earlier on the night where Schism were trying to find the Creeds, couldn't find them anywhere. So, yeah, it's looking like they're going to be obviously running, trying to get a title shot. Um, or I think they're doing a title shot, actually, for the two lads, the Grizzle Young Vets against Tony D and Stax at some point in the future. Uh, in the main event, Dirty Don Mysterio defeated Dragon Lee to retain his title. Um, that wasn't the real story. The real story was the absolute hoof of a kick that Lyra oh, Valkyria hit Rhea Ripley with after the match. Right in her face. Um, oh, yeah, so... Rey Mysterio was out there with uh, Dragon Lee to try and equal the score, uh, level up the playing field a bit. Uh, but after the match, obviously there was a little bit of a brawl, a bit of a stare down. Um, and yeah, has said for the save, Valkyria came in and just laid out Ripley. So basically, Rey didn't have to hit a woman. Uh, yeah, I think that was most of NXT. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I'll leave someone else then... talk Dynamite because I saw the last 40 minutes of it. <laughs> Bo, did you watch Dynamite this week? I, I did watch Dynamite this week. Way, guess what you're doing? Hey, yeah, I'll give you a, more than sixty seconds. You you can you can go for five. A little more, a little more. Okay. One yeah, second. it's the uh, AW Dynamite review. <laughs> Done. There's a throwback if you've been oh, around a while. Jesus, what was it? Irish wrestling round. Irish wrestling round up. Round up. <laughs> um, Jeez, yeah, wouldn't even be able to tell you about the Irish wrestling around up nowadays. I really have lost touch with the Irish scene. Um, Dynamite opened with um, the Jericho Appreciation Society all being out in the ring and one by one telling Jericho to go fuck off, basically, and walking away, including um, Danny Garcia giving, giving him a little dance before he wandered off. Um, Sammy kind of finished it off saying um, that he... If Jericho gets his shit together, he'll come back to him. But all the rest of them basically said they're done with Jericho. So Jericho then said that he's going to, at a backstage segment with Don Callis, said he was going to uh, officially uh, make his decision next week on whether he's going to join Don Callis or not. Which coincidentally is after the G1 is finished, so Osprey will be free. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking do it, Tony. Do not fucking do it. Why? Why not? I don't need to see Jericho fucking Osprey. I'm not fucking paying 16 fucking pound for that pay-per-view to see well, fucking I, Jericho I, Osprey. I really don't want to see Jericho fucking Osprey either, but I wouldn't mind the match being all right. Like. I mean, it's a variety show, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> We're there live, though. You know, it's one thing we be able to turn away. It's kind of hard to, you know. To be fair, it'd probably be better watching that than watching him wrestle him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Osprey's very flexible, like. Yeah, Jericho's not. Um, no. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what the rest of the order was for matches, but I was going to talk about things. Um, the There was a brother tag team off, the Bucks versus the Hardys, uh, which I think is the third time meeting in AEW um, since the Hardys joined. Um, 
And the Bucks came out victorious this time around to big up their challenge against FTR. Uh, afterwards, they called out FTR and FTR came out and they basically made gestures and said very few words to make a to match at all in for the titles. I think the, the words were, and I quote, FTR, FTR's music hit, they come down to a stay around, and all in. Yeah, short and sweet, to the point, done. And the titles uh, were raised, that we clarified that it will be a title match, done. It's very on AEW to do something like that. Mm. I like it. And next, I don't know what's next up, but um, uh, FTW Championship, Jack Perry put the title on the line against Rob Van Dam. He put on a final show. He's 52 now. Yeah, he's a good advertisement for the weed smoking lifestyle. Yes. The weed smoking and not really giving a fuck about anything in general mm-hmm. in life and doing what you me. want. Um, but yeah, it was good. Really, I really enjoyed the match. That was fun. Obviously, you have a really good, strong showing. Um, but the match ended in, well, it was FTW rules, so it was no DQ anyway, but it ended in a low blow and a roll up. Um, and yeah, ta- uh, Tammy, though, while we're talking about that, it felt after watching that the way Jack Perry kind of got the cheap win after the ref, uh, ref bump and the low blow that. There needs to be like a bigger Boston RVD in the ECW Tribute Road. I but the commentary. Did you hear Taz on commentary after it? No, hit me. I think it was. He said it fast, but it was like he might need to take matters into. I don't know. He said in his own hands, but he might need to take matters further or something. Like that. It was. I can't remember the exact wording he used, but it, I think Taz is going to come out for a one more match. Mother God. I've, I have a feeling. I just, the way he phrased it, like, I don't think he would have said that. I can't remember the exact wording he used now, but um, I don't think he would have said it if there wasn't going to be something coming there. Because, like, there Jeez. isn't much a bigger boss that's still active for ECW than RVD. Like, he is the boss that you'd think of. But Bully and, Ray? It's not. RVD's a bigger boss than Bully Ray. He is, but the reason I say that is that at least Bully Ray is somewhat active and could probably give a better match than anyone else. Yeah, but then RVD. Probably. Yeah, don't know about that now. Uh, but I think the storyline, Taz is the one that makes sense storyline, if Absolutely. he's able to. And the rumor was for a good while over the last few months that he's been training. Now, whether that's mm. just training just to stay fit because, you know, get a little bit older or whether he was training to possibly do one more match. Yeah. I, I, think I, could, see, I could see it being a tag match. But I would go another way with it, right? I would have him... Maybe do Tommy Dreamer, because Tommy Dreamer is kind of as the face of ECW to a large degree, right? In All In. Have him defeat him relatively comfortable. And then Jack Boy, Perry Boy gets on the mic. And instead of anything else, what he does is he gets on the mic and kind of says, is this all you've got? Is this the best that ECW has ever got? And then Taz's music hits. Mm. And then Taz walks down to the ring and just chokes him out. In a title match I'm, to get to get back the FTW title and then retires it. Yeah, I'll allow it. That could work. Just because it, it kind of does both. It kind of protects Taz and kind of gives the, the illusion of kind of a match or conflict. Mm. See, I, that exact thing, but with RVD in place of Tommy Dreamer, I think would have made more sense. But Yeah, it's just 
the reason I say Tommy Dreamer now is because we've had the RVD match. They should have yeah. done it the other way around. But Cesc Levy, that's yeah. the way they went with it. Who was Tony a massive mark for when he was an ECW fan? And Sabu. That's still somewhat active. Oh. Bully Ray. Uh, I don't <laughs> They're slowly, you know, retiring and getting old. All these, what do you mean all, slowly? All these, re- all these ECW reunions we've had over the years where they've gradually been less and less coming out to them and less and less talented people coming to them. And um, just as they get old. Sad. We're all getting old. They are old. I know. You're old. I know. Um, so what else happened on Dynamite? Uh, MJF and Adam Cole had an L bromance for at uh, one point. They, did, they firstly they had a, pr- a promo package where they went to a trampoline uh, place, and MJF started throwing um, dodgeballs at kids. I mean, like, can you really blame him? Nah, that's pretty, pretty fair to me. It's um, assholes. Then I did an in-ring segment. They came down and uh, they're about top of the match for all in. And then MGF thought that Adam Cole was trying to get into a promo off to, to to hype up the match and had a great line. Was that you're so skinny and ghostly pale white that if this were the 80s, Hulk Hogan would have snorted you. <laughs> um, and I went to tell him a bit more and he's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. No, 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 thanks. I'm good. Uh, what MGF, or uh, Cole instead wanted to, do was to suggest to them also go for tag team titles at All In. And after challenging Aussie Open to a Ring of Honor tag team title match at a zero hour to MGS dismay of wrestling twice on the one night, but he says he will do it. Interesting. So we're getting two matches involving them so at the bookend of the show. I'm assuming they'll kick off this the first night show with the zero hour with this one and obviously the main event later tonight now is the dodgy part happen at the start of the show so they can set up kind of some extra beef before the end or will they make the whatever turn hmm. happens happen in the main event yes i don't know it's a bit weird it's hard to see what they're doing right now right i don't know maybe it's just me i it seems too obvious that mgf is the one to turn Oh, it's definitely going to be cold at this point. I'd be very you surprised. Reckon? Yeah, I'd be very surprised it wasn't going now. But why? The stabbing in the back. Did you see the stabbing in the back last week? Did he, though? Yeah, he did. Now, I reckon there's oh, probably... Okay. There's definitely... Got, I, I feel there's be a, a play here. Gordo, you're booking hat. You're pretty good at this stuff. What, what's the reason? How does he do it? Hello? Earth oh, Gordo? I'm trying to think, okay. no, Tony Khan. He's going to reunite the kingdom. Spoiler Nobody wants it. That kind of happened. No, but with Adam Cole. With oh. Adam Cole. Now tell me, right? I may have been a little bit late to the party here, but is Brian Alvarez calling for Adam Cole to be an anti-Semite? <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard Brian um. Alvarez is a big, dirty anti-Semite. And he's wanting Adam Cole to do the Jew man dirty. I, I doubt that. I think that the anti-Semite discourse was a bit. That's a reach. Much. It was a bit of a reach. I, I, I think mean, the, the the angle he described is actually all right. I think, I think it works. A roll of quarters. Yeah, if he's into the story they've been telling, like he's not. Uh, yeah, I. 
I don't know. It's I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't like, do it, but like for the story that's been told, I think it does make sense to go somewhere down that road, especially if you want to not, try get... Yeah, I don't think it's anti-Semite. It's just, you know, personal to a story that happened in MJF. Yeah. And like, mm. I also don't think that MJF would greenlight it unless he was okay with it. Mm. Um, yeah. It's quite odd that it was a thing that he brought up. Otherwise, if you know, in a promo, it's an odd thing to bring up. Yeah. But, uh, sure, we'll see. It's nice to not know and not have an obvious thing to happen. Is it though? That is. Sometimes it's nice when the obvious thing doesn't happen. SummerSlam, it wasn't nice when the obvious thing didn't happen. <laughs> sometimes it's nice hey, when the obvious yo. thing doesn't happen. Uh, other things that happened on this show. Um, John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli defeated the Lucha Brothers uh, after they, uh, Claudio pulled off uh, Penta's mask and then uh, what? Moxley run pulled off him off. And he pulled be, him off mid-match. You will be shocked to hear that Moxley bled after about 30 seconds in the match. I'm not. It wasn't Moxley. We couldn't actually tell. Oh, yeah, Moxley we just bleeding. assumed. Nah, uh, fucking, a light breeze causes that man to bleed yeah. at this point. I yeah, am yeah, in no way yeah. surprised. Uh, the, yeah, and also Claudio took credit for Pac's injury, and they bigged it up a lot. I have a feeling Pac isn't as injured as we think, and he might be facing Claudio at, or involved somewhat at all in. I could be wrong. That's but. what we were asking, right? Uh, how do you book this? Because it, like, they've got the three teams, and they're kind of the three teams of three. Mm. So you've got BCC with Mox, Claudio, and uh, that piece of shit human being, Wheeler Utah. Uh, you've got the Lucha Bros and Pack, and you've got the best friends. So, like, do they do some form of anarchy in the arena, stadium stampede, something um, like that? It's very odd to not have Moxley in any sort of angle for a match yet. And that's the only angle he's in, is in that's just the only thing that makes sense that they're planning for all in. But you have to remember also, all out is a week later. So they have to kind of basically build two shows right now at the moment. Yeah. So it's hard to know, but I wouldn't be surprised to see like a, a nine person tag match. Would you go special uh, stipulation or anything? You kind of have to with them. I mean, what they've already had, like they had the, the blah, 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 eh, parking lot brawl. They had that uh, basically street fight that match, half that match last week it has to kind mm. of be same type of vein I think for the, anything that's going to involve uh, Blackpool Combat Club kind of has to be in that vein and they've kind of escalated everything so I don't know exactly what match they'll do but uh, exploding barbed wire that match triple three ways <laughs> because you're going to have the English lads making the, the bombs and you know the, the, there's history of good bomb making over this side of the world it's, it's an open air stadium if you can do proper explosions there you know I don't know what the, <laughs> don't know how Wembley feel about this but you know what they don't know won't hurt them, Bo. <laughs> well, it's not going to last anyway, so it will hurt them. Um, <laughs> what yeah. else happened? Uh, what else did happen? Uh, there was a, another match set for All In as well. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen will be facing Swerve and AR Fox. Huge, if true. Um, I, I was only saying, actually, just one of the few things I did see on the show. What a fucking switch and like fucking glow up for old AR Fox in the last three weeks I know right lad went from showing up on fucking 
the essentially the equivalent of AEW Dark Elevation once every fucking month. And in the space of a month, he's gone from that to here. Do you want to fight Sting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind fighting Sting actually. Yeah, What's that going to be? Is that, is that going to be on like Dynamite? You know, Dynamite opener or something? Do you want to do it in front of 80,000 people? Fair folks. Yeah. I'm delighted. I love, I love AR Fox. I love Swerve. This is fantastic for both guys. Um, that's going to be a really fun though, match. You've mentioned it there, 80,000 people. They've officially sold more tickets now than the capacity of SummerSlam 92. So they've officially become the largest selling wrestling show in England. And everywhere, depending on official WWE attendance records. Mm. Hey, uh, North Korea. Yep, Collision yes. in Korea. 100,000 100, people Collision in Korea. Selling. Um, yeah. Uh, huge if true very huge uh, other, uh, other person other, I mentioned obviously Moxley not in a match yet for All In uh, Omega is apparently having a sit down interview with JR next week to discuss his future and what he might be doing at All In Ooh, it for me. what Omega could be doing it feels like it's because he kind of mentioned Don Callis and Takeshita maybe Takeshita mm. it'd be a bit of a letdown would it like it'll be a good match but like the she obvious kind of wants is going to be Osprey, but it's not. Seems like everything is not pointing in that direction. Looks like that's probably going to be a Wrestle Kingdom job at this point. Hmm. Um, so Which yeah, makes sense because it's yeah. the rubber match, and that's what they. It, it's it's a new Japan match, so they get to have first dibs on it. Yeah. So I yeah, don't know. What would you do? It is really the only kind of one storyline wise, unless you literally just have a dream, random dream match. But I don't know, it'll probably be someone from New Japan, most likely. If you want what to troll them randomly against someone, Zack Sabre Jr. Hmm. You know, because it's an English show, kind of a place for an English wrestler. Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. And I mean, yeah. Or left field option, Davy Hart Smith. Hmm. Well, I'd like to see Omega Okada one more time. Of course, of course. I think <laughs> that would have been a good match to pick, especially if um, they were struggling for tickets. I think that would have been a good booster. Yeah, it's the worst thing. It sold so well that they're gonna they're, they they don't need to do as much as they would have done. I feel it's, it's yeah. victims, we're victims yeah. of the Lads, success. Your vote, your vote, so far fucking wrong. There's only one man. There's only one man who's going to be. Torayano, yes. <laughs> oh no, I know exactly who it's going to be. Gordo's favorite English wrestler, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, you know what? During that match, I can go and take a giant fucking Kip Sabian. That's fine. <laughs> see the uh, the rumors of Grado versus Jeff Jarrett as well for the show. Uh, only, only if they can get the music. Oh yes, Tony Khan, you get the music, but. I mean, sure. Yeah, like it's it's on the media tours and all they've started building this up at the moment. Uh, we'll see if uh, it happens. It'll probably Jared, happen. Jared, I'm not even going to lie to you. A desk I, on um, Sport, so. Not going to lie to you, but when you said those two names, instead of Grado, I heard Ghetto. <laughs> and I thought, that's a weird match to be putting on fucking every <laughs> <laughs> stadium. And then they're like, oh, Grado, that makes way more sense. No, yeah, battle, just, battle of the Dodgy Bookers. <laughs> I mean, could he get a Madonna song? That's a fairly high profile song. I mean, it's I can't be worse than fucking Final Countdown, like. 
True, but for Brian Danielson versus but, but the the visual of eighty thousand people at Wembley Stadium singing along. I know you're right, but also that's just fucking weird. Little prayer down on your knees, gonna take you there. It's gonna be beautiful. Uh, I don't see it happen, but anyway, um, we'll see. They're, they are kind of slightly building it up apparently on like socials, and they said they did it. Uh, Jared hit him with a guitar and stuff in the promo in the and some of the media tours have been doing for the show. Hit him with a guitar, not like him, I know, but um, you never know, you never know, we might get it. Um, interesting. Other thing that happened Dynamite then, I think it was just the women's title match. So they're building up for the women's title match at All In to be a fatal four way. Um, so there's a tournament. Shocking you to hear that there's a tournament in AEW. Tony loves a tournament. To decide who are going to be in the Fatal 4-Way. Tony Storm automatically gets a bye because she has a um, championship rematch clause. Uh, Allegedly. Apparently the the champion needed to get into, qualify to get into this match herself despite having the title. So on Dynamite this week, Hikaru Shida beat Anna Jay. Uh, and finish was a bit weird on this. I don't know what they were trying to do with that, but the, <laughs> I'm not sure what was going Explain on. Explain the finish to us, Bowie. Give paint us a picture. So yeah, she, uh, was uh, she'd hair down, she's going for the pin, and uh, basically at ringside was um, uh, the two lads, cool hand, cool hand, Angelo, uh, uh, Luke, uh, Luke, uh, words, yeah, uh, what's his name. Angelo, cool Parker. Angelo, Angelo Parker. Parker. Angelo Parker. Jesus. I remember Luke came in. The Luke, Cool Hand Luke was in my head. And I, yeah. I couldn't get it out. Cool Hand Angelo Parker. I wish I, right. wish I had that problem. <laughs> and um, he went, I went to go put something in Anna's hand or something, but they just got to three. It was, it was weird. Yeah, right? it looked like that all right, but the commentary passed it off and I can see what they were thinking it looked like he was trying to shake her hand to wake her up or snap mm. her out of it but like i'm gonna call weak sauce on that yeah it was very odd um but yeah that's that's that side so, of the brackets like harashita's true the other matches then are if i remember right it was uh soraya versus blue sky blue sky blue and the other one what was the other one Britt baker and bunny yes yeah. So I'm assuming we're getting uh, Brit and yeah. Now, to it seems very straightforward and obvious to me that Surrey is winning in London. You need to have otherwise. Sony. And the reason I say that is, if she's not, then why would you take the belt off Tony going into that match? Yeah. The whole point of Brit winning that match is that she's not pinning Tony to take the title. So you put the belt on Sheeta, so when Saraya wins, she takes it off Sheeta. Makes sense. Well, it's a fatal four-way. You didn't need to do it. No, but still you have the visual of Tony losing the title and Saraya winning the title. It, it would be a weird narrative, I think. But you can also play off that in the story. Do you trust him to be able to do that? <laughs> <laughs> True, um, but yeah, that's only, if only he could book the women's division better. Okay, Cam, everybody, they've made him head the dynamite two weeks in a row now. I wonder why that is. And they debunked the idea of that if the women's match is a title match and it's the main event, that uh, there's a title change coming. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, it was Anna Jay. Like, if, if they had a halfway competitive looking match in the main event, you'd think a title change is coming. You're so toxic, Gordo. So I love toxic. Anna Jay. I love Anna Jay. See, and I do and think this is. This is why the internet agrees that you hate women's wrestling and women in general. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention uh, when I was going through the... Sorry? No, I was going to say, we have 307 episodes of this podcast that have begged to differ with John that one fits. What? I've accused you of hating women's wrestling and every single one of them. You have accused me, yes, and there is enough... So the narrative is there. There's (laughs) enough footage of me being the exact opposite to prove that you are wrong. I hold them to a very high standard because I know how good they can be. Uh, ah, so you put them up on a pedestal rather than uh, critiquing them on their own merits. Gotcha. I critique yes, them on their merits, but at bastard. times they've set a very high bar, and when they don't reach that high bar, I will be critical. The bar. They um, don't just set the bar? They They're far the from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the bar. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention the Sting versus Darby Allen and Swerve versus uh, an AR Fox match is a coffin match. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, coffin match. Yeah, that should be interesting. interesting. Mm. That will be fun, no doubt. It's the only stipulation match on the show so far, I think, isn't it? Um, so. yeah, they're going well. Whatever match Mox is in is going to be some form of a D- yeah. no DQ, extreme rules, death match kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starting to shape up. Finally, starting to shape up the card now. Uh, I just remembered something from Raw. That we didn't have. Um, forgot, so to mention, forgot to mention the Miz and LA Knight segment, which was probably oh, the yes. best segment of the week. Um, well, the best that I saw this week. Um, LA Knight and Miz on the mic, just talking about you know both of their histories and how they've both gotten to where they were and why did it take LA Knight so long to get there and how Miz basically had to claw his way up to the top and how he was treated when he came in. Played off a little bits and pieces of real life stuff. Uh, very, very good. And the two lads are just fucking dynamite on the mic. Steve is here, so we're allowed to say nice things about the Miz this week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no ridiculously good segment for the two of them. And um, yeah, I'm here for more promos between those two, please. And thank you. Nice. Uh, oh, the G1. I've, I haven't been, I've, I haven't watched anything yet, but I'm up to date somewhat with what's going on. Do you want to know where we're at with the G1? Hit me. So Not the, literally, though. Oh, okay. Uh, we're out of blocks now. So the, there's four blocks now in the G1 instead of traditional two that they used to do. So there's two. So basically, there's eight people that get through to the quarterfinals. Uh, so I'm going to give you a list of people that made it through to the quarterfinals and have a guess on which one of which the, the quarterfinals have already happened. So we're through the semis now. Guess okay. which, which of these people have got through from the quarters to the semis. Soriano. Um, do, do you want me to give the full list of eight or give you the matchups? I, yeah, give us the matchups of the quarterfinals and we'll be guess which one, okay. guess who won which one. Yeah. So we've got um, Tetsuya Naito versus Hikaleu. Oh, good lord, they did not. Naito. Yes, Naito. Of course. That's okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, me heart. <laughs> we have Kazuchika Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr. See, Steve, that's how you pronounce that name. Olombo, proud of you. No Okada, obviously. Surely Okada. Yeah, it's Okada. We have David Finley, the new leader of the Bullet Club, versus Will Ospreay. Uh, Ospreay, obviously. You have to go Ospreay. Yeah, you go Ospreay. Uh, and then the last quarterfinal is Sanada, World Heavyweight Champion, versus Evil. 
Oh, what oh. made you woman out of that of our fucking evil, would it? Um, <laughs> the, the fans? The, the, the concession stands. Um, <laughs> they fucking, the bastards totally gave it this evil, didn't they? Sonata. Oh, yeah, fuck. Evil. Evil is true to semi. So the two semis are Evil and Okada and Osprey and Naito. Osprey and Naito's okay. got a fucking slap. Mm. Um, when are they on, Bo? Uh, I think... Uh, where's the schedule? Uh, Must be this weekend, is it? Yeah, I think there should be on the next couple of days. Usually uh, London here. Yeah. London here. Yep, uh, 18th night will take place on August 12th. Oh, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Huge, if true. So we're going Osprey Okada again? I mean, you could do. Night or Evil has the LIJ story as well, so there are multiple permutations. There are, and then, too. Up, and then you can get Night uh, be win it, which should mean you have Night and Sonata at WrestleMania. Interesting. I haven't followed the story, so I don't really know who's on form or what's happening with any of it so I have no real kind of level to work from actually mm. I've if if I remember correctly didn't they have Sonata win every match in his fucking block yes and then he, fucking, in his block. Yeah. he was the only person to go undefeated wasn't he I remember reading yeah. that somewhere. Four, the only person to go undefeated the whole thing yeah, yeah. and the then they have him powers. lose to fucking evil Oh, Ooh. that's upsetting. <laughs> Was there shenanigans afoot? I don't know. I, I, mm. I, I saw the results. I didn't see what happened in the matches. Interesting. Who's your pick to, so to win it out at 4 bow? I reckon Naito. I think Naito makes sense more for storyline than the others. And then Osprey's the title anyway. He's going to have the title match at rest going to meet way, uh, probably against Omega. Okay, so if Naito wins, you're assuming he beats Osprey. So who's going to face in the final? I like the evil thing, but I, I don't know if you're going to give evil over both Sonata and Okada. Interesting. Well, you look at um, evil, the fact that he's defeated Sonata, he's pretty much guaranteed a future title shot anyway. True. So maybe Okada and Naito final then makes more sense. Yeah. And that'd be a better match, probably, as well. So. Much better match. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. everything is evil. Everything is evil. Everything is evil. No. <gasps> Sean, how dare you? <laughs> we thought you were yeah. cool, bro. Probably about the time we wrapped up. We've not that more to talk about anyway. Yeah, so that's uh, really that time. That's pretty much it. Uh, bad takes, Gordo. Have a look there and see if we've got any for the week. Uh, we got many bad, well, for the week, for the last four days. Yeah, um, oh, here we go. What's the one wrestling opinion that causes this? And it's a John Wick with all the guns pointed at him. Um, what uh, is going to trigger us all? WWE is not hot right now. It's awful to mid at best. The bloodline is carrying like crazy. I'm um, half, half on this one. I've cooled significantly on WWE within the last two weeks. You see, Judgment Day is still doing fantastic work. Dominic yeah. Mysterio is doing phenomenal work. Him and Rhea. Balor is having probably the best run he's had in quite a while. Gunter is on form. Who? Gunter, the artist formerly known as Walter. Ah, okay. Um, they're starting to do stuff with Chad Gable. NXT, I actually find, is probably the best weekly WWE show start to finish at the moment. 
Um, so I'm kind of torn on it. I get I get why people wouldn't be on it as tuned into it because I do find there is that bit of a gulf between the top stuff and the the rest of it. But I still think there's other stuff there. So I'm half and half on this one. I think it's a person yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot better than it has been for over oh, yeah. in the course of this podcast, it's in a good place compared to what we the shite we had to, oh, to cover yeah. like, towards the start what, of the podcast. What we put out on Sunday AEW. Yeah. Jesus. How did we get through those shows? We had so many shows back then that were essentially like anyone that's new enough to the show and has only listened to the last fifty to hundred episodes will not understand how if, if you listen to last Sunday's episode, the, the SummerSlam post-show, if you go back to, remember, episode 50 through 100, 120-ish, nearly every show was that. We were at that the whole time. The the fucking Lashley Sisters episode. <laughs> that is, that, that, that whole sequence, that whole run of like three or four weeks may well be the closest I've ever come to giving up on wrestling, but sheer rage for this podcast is what got me through it. So I do think it's come a long way, but I, I at the same time I can see why people would feel, especially recently, that it's cooled a bit as well. Especially with some of the shit they've done with the bloodline in the last couple of weeks, um, it's been weird. Yeah. Huge, if true. Cool. Um, we'll jump on to the next one. Not Twitter. Not even about wrestling. Um, oh well. Uh, the first one. I just can't get into Futurama. Like the fuck is wrong with y'all? I do like Bender though. Motherfucker, so random. It's the next one. Um, Futurama. Uh, yeah. So we're said. watching Futurama with Griffin after making that post the other day. Futurama is just Rick and Morty. Futurama. Party unintelligent. Futurama is not shit. Take that Futurama back. is amazing. Futurama is fantastic. It's the worst of the animated shows of that genre, of that generation. Fits, yeah. fits with the worst take of the week right there. Yeah. I said what I said. No. Futurama is very, very, very good. Yeah. And I still refuse to watch one episode. The episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Me, no me, me and Lisa were watching True from the start and we got to the episode and we saw the name and we're like, nope, we're done. We're not nope, watching straight away. Done. done. Next nope. episode. Nope. Skip nope, that not shit. Happened. Not happening. Yeah, um, it's a very emotional episode. What episode is that? It's called Jurassic Bark. It's called yeah. Jurassic Bark, I think is the name of the episode. Basically it's oh. an episode it's an episode where uh it covers where Fry left his dog in the nineteenth century and he waited for him outside the pizza shop. Oh he's, he's waited. It's a it's a heartbreak. It's tough. Heartbreaks yeah. in chat. Oh, there'll be a lot of heartbreaks in chat for that one. Yeah, it was a rough episode that one. Uh we okay. have one more for the bad takes. Um so apparently AEW did really offer Kyrie a deal, but she rejected it because, quote, WWE is the big leagues and she has friends there. That's understandable and nothing to do, uh, nothing you can do with a person with that kind of mentality. Uh, reply to us, she worked there before and was comfortable there. Hopefully with Hunter in charge of creative, she'd be booked like she was a star in NXT. Vince didn't know what to do with her with the main, on the main roster. And final reply from the original poster, she'll probably be tagging with Asuka. I think we have to let it play out to see how that one goes. So yeah. that could be a good take and it could be a bad take. Yeah, I, I don't know where the badness is in that. No. Is it because she slams AEW? It's very speculative, that one. Mm. It, like, I mean, I, like, I, going back I, to it, WWE to tag with Asuka isn't a bad thing. 
No, especially not the fucking form. The name was terrible. The tag team were great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I again, I can, I can see why it could end up being a, a, a fucking spot on tweet. Uh, but I can also see why it could be a bad one. We'll have to see, we'll have to see how shit plays out in the next six months on that Slide. one, I think. Let it play it. Let it roll. Uh, it's um, not going to be there till November, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Worst, so worst take. Probably oh, the not hot right now one. Oh, Futurama, Chief. Futurama. Yeah. yeah. No, I vehemently agree with that. That's Fitz, the best uh, tweet of the week. Fitz is taking about Futurama. Fitz is taking about Futurama. That's what we're on about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, congrats, Fitz. Congrats on winning worst How dare you? Congrats on winning worst take. I personally attacked by this. Good. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have nothing in the best takes because it's been a shit week. Do we need to rename uh, our, our, our chats to like bad X takes X of the week? No, no, no. We're living in the past. Someone, someone is going to free us from the evil Elon. And I really hope that he's left like the Twitter um, trademark. Laps because he's such a fucking idiot. Oh, that'd be and fucking hilarious. Zuckerberg takes it for treads because they're called treads Twitter. Oh, that'd be fucking uproar. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Make it happen. Sucks. Mm-hmm. I know you listen. We all know you listen. Make it so. Um, jump into a bit of a best match, worst match, uh, best match, worst match action, and we'll take it home, boys. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're true. Oh, we go for the best match first, sir. Kick it off with a high. Oh. I can't. There wasn't much on Dynamite that you consider to be a good match, but I'd probably give it to Rob Van Dam just for the shits and giggles of it I enjoyed, all. I enjoyed that match, but yeah, I'd probably give it to. For, I didn't see the whole match, but from the highlights that I saw on YouTube, uh, Ali Axiom, I'd say. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was thinking Ali Axiom, but I, I kind of want to give it to that fatal four way. Hmm. Well, one match from each show. I think that's a good. Good spread. Oh, actually, uh, no. Um, as much as I love that one. Uh, oh fuck! I was just gonna say Shane and Zoe. Uh, no, no, I think I think the forward just shaded it for me. Uh, but yeah, one for me show. So uh, good showing all round. Uh, worst match. The oh. Omos. Is Omos in the match? He wasn't in the match. Uh it's an easy, easy one. Yeah, what a handbreaker and Von Wagner. I I only saw very short highlights, but I'm sure that's probably correct. Um, fuck. Ooh, hey, oh, um, this could break my heart, but I'm on the verge of giving it to Nax and Bronson. Oh, yeah, because Bronson's shit. Gotcha. They just did. We saw it so many times and they just don't click at all. I'm really, really close to giving it to that. But at the same time, Breaker and Von Wagner, I know I watched and I cannot remember it happening. So may well be the most forgettable match in recent memory. Like it had so, a Von Wagner in it, so like... Yeah. But now he's got a backstory. He has a backstory and he gave us the Come Tuesday meme. But does he and, have a backstory like uh, Raquel Gonzalez has a backstory? No, it's a very different backstory. <laughs> a very different backstory. His backstory involves surgery. Hers involves flexing. Oh, mm. gotcha! Right, Fair enough. Um, yeah. So we go with that. <laughs> dead um, just for, just yeah, for a little bit of dead air just for Steve. Um, yeah. Best segment. Um, I, I'm going to start off very easy for me. The uh, LA Knight Miz. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Trick Williams and Dragonoff was good too. 
Trick is bringing it lately. Mm. Um, I think, is this like the final push to show, is he going to sink or swim if they bring him up to the main roster with Mello? Like, you bring them up together. I, I think they're mad if they don't. Oh, yeah, definitely. So maybe is this the final check to see, is Trick ready to rock? I'm hoping that's what the plan is. Yeah. Give it another month or two and then get the two of them up out of there. Makes sense. Nah, he's just a mouthpiece. He's really not, though. His ring work has come on so much in the last couple of months. He's still not fantastic, but he knows what he can do and he does what he does quite well. Uh, can Becky at ringside for the Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler match be, to, be a second? Oh, I'd, I'd allow that, yeah. Yeah, Becky. Becky's yeah. antics at ringside during the match. Yeah, because she didn't really get directly involved in the match pretty much at all. So, yeah, I'd, yeah. Yeah, I'd consider that to be... Uh, I'm going to go for, for uh, MJF's uh, insulting tirade of Roddy Strong mm. because that was just hilarious. I'd love, I should have actually got the clip, but um, yeah, that was that was that was good shit. Well, honorable mention to the kid flipping off Adam Cole in the <laughs> trampoline park. <laughs> yeah, honorable mention. Fair play, that kid. Uh, turn Adam Cole is slowly turned into a hater. It's it's beautiful. Um, Worst segment, QTV segment, QTV award uh, of the week, you oh, say. There was no QTV. No. Yes. Um, um, oh, boy. Oh, I'm I might struggle for this this week, lads. That's not an overly bad that I remember, like super bad. No. Uh, ooh. Do we give hmm. it a skip for the week? Oh, we might have we? to. Yeah. Really not, we have to nominate someone, so. Um, oh, I'm going to give it to Alex Marvez trying to get a scoop from Kenny Omega. No oh, scoop? that was stupid. Scoop? No scoop? Scoops? Yeah. It's slim pickings, but, you know, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. No, yeah, there was nothing really bad. It's very much scraped the bottom of the barrel for the, the QTV. This is what happens on a short week. Uh, Three shows. Wrestler and, yeah. yeah. Wrestler and show of the week. Oh god! Uh, show, I'm probably gonna have to go NXT. NXT look good. Uh... Oh, I've only Actually, seen no, Dynamite. Raw. I can only go for that. I, I haven't seen Dynamite, so I'm having to pick between Raw and NXT, both of which were quite good. Uh, no, Raw had the Shayna match and that fatal four way, so I'll have to go Raw just for that. And they're finally using JD McDonough. So yeah, for the three those alone, Raw just barely beats oh. out NXT. Uh, I'll go NXT because I know you're going to go Dynamite. Yeah, good, nice, nice, nice. There strength. we go. Yeah, we've all got splinters in our asses. You love yep. this. Uh, wrestler, Ooh. Rob um, Van Dam. It's yeah. 2023, and he has a televised match. I haven't seen his stuff. I haven't it seen his match good. yet, so I can't go for it. Um, he, he went good. Yeah, good I, I, I would say that he would look. He looked arguably better than his match with Scotty Davis in OTT. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll be watching the, the thing on the apron. Oh, the, yeah. The the spinning leg drop. The, the barricade, yeah. Oh, he's still breaking that out. Nice. Um, I'm going to give mine, since I haven't seen his stuff yet, and it would be wrong of me to use my vote when I haven't seen it, so I'm going to give my vote to... Ooh... Bu -bu -bum. Chad Gable. Fair. He beat the he beat the yeah. hometown curse and is getting another shot at the artist formerly known as Walter and it was a ridiculously good match that he was in. So shout out to Chad Gable. 
Plug us up anyone, and send us home, Gordo. I was going to say quickly, has anyone got any Sammy Guevara? What the fuck are you thinking, dumbass moments of the week? No. Nothing's really jumping out, is there? No. Uh, oh, the security guard kicking Darby Allen in the face. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, plug us up and send us home, Gordo. Yeah, uh, the old man will be shouting at us soon to get this stupid sexy producer over the file to edit. So, yeah, if people want to get more of us at the Unalleged Wrestling Podcast, you'll get us on all of your usual podcasting apps, be it whatever your favorite is, be it your iTunes, your Google Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening. Now, if you come back next week, we're going to have another episode here waiting for you. So please come back and check us out once again. You'll also find us over on WrestlingSoup.com, along with the Soup guys themselves and a load of other shows over there. So please go check them out. Spread some of that love and you never know, find a couple of more shows that you might enjoy listening to. Um, uh, yeah, the Soup guys themselves, as we always say every week, have just been phenomenal to us. So please make sure to check them out and also check out their Patreon as well. Um, you will not regret checking them out. Uh, also check out our friends at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. If you use the uh, promo code A, that promo code AWP will get you 10% off your entire order. So please go check out canvastheory.com. Good friends of the show. Uh, you'll also find us over on Twitter. It's at the AWPod. You go over there, you'll also find a link to our Discord where you can come join in the live fun. Listen along with us every week. Have a bit of a laugh with us. Uh, as you see as part of the show, we have our good takes, our bad takes. You can submit stuff that you find. We'll read it out. We'll have a bit of fun. We'll critique them all. We also have a couple of other suggestion channels of other stuff you want us to talk about. Please feel free to jump in and join the nice little community we have here. It's a lot of fun and some great people, so please come check us out and join us. You'll also be able to join us most weekends over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. Just drop us a follow. We'll be going live playing games most weeks. We finally played AW Fight Forever. Very quick one. Since Steve is here, we can maybe have a quick review of it now that he's not here to talk about it. What are your thoughts on it, gents? Sucked ass. <laughs> ah, it was fine. It was fine. It was the um, clunky. It's a bit clunky. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of options for playing for four people on a stream. Um, so Need stadium stampede mode badly. Yeah, and I think we're going to have a lot better time with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot more fun if we can just go and start fucking ganking groups of people on that. We just meet in an area and just fucking destroy everybody. And then last man standing between the four of us at the end. It'll be fine. The blood, though. The blood is... Oh, the blood is hilarious, man. Great. Fuck the hell. It's going bar bar death match. You're ten, you're 10 seconds in and you're essentially having a John Moxley match. Um, fucking hell. Good shit, though. Good shit. And it all came out of the barter account. So, yeah. That's another episode done. Another Steve-less episode. Uh, may he recover soon from getting hit by the bus. Um, yeah. No. 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 No, if, if, only, if only he could have heard what that sound was. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Because there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>